listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. We started. Yes. We're okay. Started. Here we go. We're going. We're rolling <laughs> right in. I have Betsy Blumenfeld on the podcast today, and she is the owner of Sweat Salt, which is a hot Pilates studio in San Diego. Multiple locations. I'm gonna have her get into it and tell her whole entire story. But she essentially has like the coolest girl <laughs> cult following, like Thank in the you. most positive way. Yay. I think it's been so cool to see you grow because I remember seeing sweat salt account like pop up on my explore pages because of san diego and stuff totally. and i remember when you first started in just like through covid and the pandemic it just blowing up so <gasps> thank you stuff. so much for coming on my pleasure i'm so excited to be here oh, okay Yay. jump into it i want to hear from the beginning okay okay Get here into it. we go um I was never an athletic child. Um, like exercise and fitness was like truly not even on my radar. If you had asked me when I was a little girl, like what I thought I was going to do. Um, I had no idea. I was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to do all <laughs> this stuff. That. But I, I truly had like no grand plan to end up here from the beginning. Um, my mom has been practicing Pilates since I was like a little girl. And she is like such, even as I'm slouching, if she sees this, she'll be so mad. She's like a posture <laughs> queen um and so I started going to Pil like Matt Pilates classes with her and my grandma when I was like 14 years old wow but not as like uh let's get fit and healthy thing just as like a cute Sunday morning with that. like Little my bonding. mom and my granny totally um and it was like straight over my head like not like so impactful on me in any way I went to college I was a calm major and an English major um and I thought I was going to be like Samantha Jones and do PR and that. all this stuff like we all did. Yeah. Um, and I did like Pilates home videos, not myself recording them, but I did like exercise videos gotcha. when I was in college. And that was like my um, my form of working out. But still, I was like not an athlete. Um, and I moved back home from college early to move in with my boyfriend. Um Always a mistake. <laughs> Always a mistake. Oh, I was literally just going to ask, are <laughs> no. you guys still together? Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, and we had the worst breakup ever. And so it was in that time when I, like, needed a community and needed to, I don't know, just, like, do something different. So and I what started. what was this around? I was 21. Okay. So I'm 34 now. Okay. So about 13 years ago. Okay, cool. Whatever that math is. No, okay. Um, okay. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I am not a math Just for the timeline. Totally. So like at 21. Okay. Um, and right from my first reformer Pilates class, I was like obsessed with it. Um, I thought the teachers were so cool. I was like crafting classes in my head. Um, and I did their teacher training, not even to be a teacher, but just because like I am innately good at Pilates and yeah. I wanted to be even better. It's um, so addictive. It's like, so, so addictive. addictive. I started doing reformer Pilates like a year and a half ago and it's, it, it, killed me one. well because it works so fast yeah you feel so fucking graceful yeah. can I curse yes cool um <laughs> otherwise we would have had to stop it right now um I agree I mean it really is it's just like such a fun and it's always been like a girly kind of little community yeah. wherever you are I think there's like this misconception though that like Pilates is easy <laughs> and it's like 
death. Like it never gets anyone easier. who's been to Salt would never say that. I know would it's never scary. be like, oh, Pilates so easy because it's it's crazy genuinely hard. Scary. It's just different than like gym stuff. Like it's hard in a different way. Yeah, so like I try holding that, like, a minute plank on the ground versus on a reformer. God and bless. We can talk. God <laughs> bless. Um, okay, so I did that teacher training. Um, and literally from day one, I was like, this is it for me. That's like so this cool. is where I'm supposed to be. So I quit my job. I went a hundred percent into teaching, which is like not something, um, that most instructors do. Like a lot of instructors use it as like a little side hustle on yeah, the side. Yeah. Not me. I was like, it's this or it's nothing at all. Full send. Um, and full fucking send. <laughs> I love it. And from that moment, I've literally worked at every studio in San Diego possible. I have been fired from every studio <laughs> I've ever worked at. Not Why? because Not because I'm a bad employee. I'm a great employee. I just... I don't know. I always sort of like did things my own way. Yeah, that entrepreneurial Um, spirit. mm, I'm a bad rule follower and I struggle with authority, which is okay. Me too. I think we need to get a drink after this. Okay. Like we vibe. I'm in a California sober headspace, but I will get a tonic water sold. We'll do a mocktail situation. Absolutely. I would love a mocktail, honestly, in this moment. So literally from day one of teaching, I was like, I feel like I can do this better like I just felt like every studio that I went to was really targeted towards um like 60 plus year old women the lights were bright the music was jazz and it just was like it didn't appeal to me as a client um and so I really like from day one just wanted to create a space that was fun for me um and I am my ideal client so like to be honest even today like almost four years into salt I'm like still surprised (laughs) that other people are there because it's it's meant for me yeah (laughs) you're like this was a space for me yeah exactly but like I'm glad (laughs) you guys are all here but like it's still like oh my god it's like still such a cool feeling to me um so in 2018 I mean I've made like tons of business plans throughout the years none of nothing ever happened with it in 2018 I was like this is it like I I'm doing it now or I'm not doing it at all and so I just put all my eggs into this little basket and open salt December 2019 three months before COVID (laughs) which I in the end like now in retrospect get to look back and be like COVID built built like the rider die mentality of yep. our community and mm-hmm. like really just showed me that I'm like meant to be doing this because I mean rain sleet or fucking snow I will I will like still show up and yeah. like still put on a show and so for me I just felt like that was like the ultimate test and I I just refused to give up so that's awesome so we're still here I love that, that hustle mentality and also just I'm sure in that moment you were like what the fuck is going on like oh my I just opened this company and I don't know what to do but it's the perfect example of like surrendering to just like <sighs> well I remember happening. March 15th 2020 like so clearly and I live in little Italy yeah. so I'm a big boardwalk walking yeah. early we love our um, sunset walks. god bless that boardwalk <laughs> that is like saved my life many a it day really it's like <sighs> the moment that I just reflect every day of like how fucking cool my life is and like, how I don't lucky care. are we yes. to like be right here but I went and I stood out on that boardwalk pier hysterically crying and <sighs> I was yeah. like why me like how could this happen to me of yeah. all people like so sad 
selfish. And then I got home and I like smacked myself into action. And I remember watching John Oliver that night. And he was like, <laughs> I remember it so clearly. He was like, okay, everyone, like get out your own little pity party. Like, way you can't have your birthday party, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's not just me. Yeah. Like every single person is like out here struggling. And so I was like, okay, how can I pivot and still provide for my community because like at the end of the day that's really like what I see fitness studios as is there you know a place for community and a place to like do good for your community and bring a little bright spot into people's days and that's like really when we needed it so I totally and I'm really glad you said that too because I feel like people really one either don't give themselves like a pity grieving party and then they just keep pushing and they kind of never let out their emotions of how they're feeling or the opposite they get stuck in like the pity party and I feel like one of the things that I've really tried to like implement into my life as like an entrepreneur and I'm sure you have to do this too where you just like let yourself cry for a second oh my god like take the day (laughs) but then the next day when you wake up like you have to show up and you just have to be like the pity party is done like I'm not gonna get anything done nothing's gonna change if I keep crying about oh my god totally I am a huge advocate for crying. Like yes. I, I love <laughs> like a solid cry, but I can also like cry and then two minutes later be like back to business, yeah, like, bitch. Like get done. your get your hat on, let's go. And that's healthy. Yeah, okay. I, I completely agree. And I'm like, it's so crazy because you probably look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy the pandemic happened in a sense because of the community no, I am. that and came. I loved. I loved like the slower pace of life. Yeah, like even like looking back at all the things I was so upset about, I'm like, ah, oh, girl, it all works out. It It always does. So going into building a community, what were the things you did? So like when the pandemic hit, you were like, fuck this. We're going to keep going. So even before the pandemic, I feel that like I am just a sucker for collective girl power. Like I, I love, I don't know. I just love leaning on my friends for support. I love being around like-minded people. Um, and just like having a safe space. I feel like safe spaces are so so important yes um especially working out oh my gosh I I totally I told you this on the phone like finding a studio is so hard like as a woman it's just always so intimidating to even go into a workout space Mm -hmm. and have to like look at your body in the mirror and work out vulnerable especially a place like sweat salt I'm sure a lot of people would look at it and be like oh everyone's so beautiful everyone's so (laughs) whatever but like the community you've built is so supportive. I can see it through reels and stories, how kind everybody is. That makes me so happy. Okay. Well, so I'll tell you why. Okay. My number one, my number one rule, really the only rule that I have for myself at all, um, is that I can only hire nice girls. If you're not a nice girl, you don't, you're, you're not, not welcome. You're here. not coming here because I can teach someone how to do anything. I can teach yeah. you how to teach a class. I can teach you how to build a playlist. I can teach you all this stuff. Um, but like, if you aren't inherently a nice girl, then I I'm not interested. And so that is really I feel the best piece of the puzzle is that my entire team are girls that I I mean we have like 35 girls on our team, so we have like a really big team. I adore every single one of them. Most of them are like some of my closest friends in the world. And so like it really does. Why am I like about to cry? I must be starting my period. Ah, Um, Please cry. We just said that it's okay to cry. Um, Happy tears. I know. Honestly, I am. I must be starting my period. Um, But I just I feel so lucky. And like we really do like we go into that space. We get to see each other. It's like a fun, friendly spot. And so I feel that that sort of energy was already the current of the space before 
you know, any huge problems came our way. Um, and so that really, I think, translates into how we teach, into how we, like, greet everybody and, like, spend our time in yeah. that space. And so it does have like a very happy-go-lucky, la-di-da sort of feel to it because that's that's what I want. Yeah, and I feel like as a leader or like a business owner, whether it's a workout studio or like anything you're doing, like you kind of have to set the tone for like the kind of character and kindness you want people to show totally or just the energy of your space yeah you know like that to me is because it's gonna reflect through everything and even like we were saying before we started recording like energy is so transferable you know like in one of my one of my biggest gripes as I was like writing out my business plan and like doing all this stuff like how can I make things better um, is that I always felt the same. Like I felt really vulnerable and uncomfortable when I would walk into a studio. It was always like an iPad check-in or like some bitchy girl behind yeah. the desk. And that is just like, like I now, now I'm like an athletic girl, but if I walk in somewhere and I feel uncomfortable, like I instantly like can't shine as bright. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And well, so the is hard too. Oh like my God. It's hard. Everything it's is hard. Everything is hard. So hard. Running is hard. Anything is hard. Yeah. Um, exercise is fucking crazy hard, yeah. but like that's part of what makes it so fun. But also like only if you're in a space where you feel comfortable and that you can like yeah. really no, go nuts. Totally. Cause I feel like especially women in general, like a men- a lot of our mental health and insecurities around our body image around a working out. And so people, even if you're not like purposely being bitchy or rude, like people are hypersensitive to like the smallest comments and the smallest attitude, the smallest inflections when you're in a workout space. Totally. For instance, I'll give you an example. So I used to go to Orange Theory like every day, which was just so problematic for my cortisol levels. Okay, well, so I've never been, so I don't know. No, it's really good. But it's great workout. It's like berries, berries vibes. Totally. Which is like great every once in a while, but I was doing it like every day. So like I wasn't losing weight because my cortisol levels were Mm -hmm. so high. Like I've seen so many like so much more results with Ligree and Reformer Wait, bodies. I love that. Okay, we'll I'm see. Like, and every body is like a little different yeah. and like reacts to things in yeah. a different way. Totally. So I was like always going there, but I'll never forget like when one of the coaches like said something to me along the lines of like, oh my gosh, like I'm so shocked you like made it to the early class today. Mm. And she was like <laughs> trying, she wasn't trying to be bitchy. Totally. But like I was so hypersensitive to the comment because I already have like insecurities with my body and, and also, all yeah, that. Yeah, it just like sort of like makes you feel seen in the wrong way. Yes. Yeah. Like you should be like, Hannah, yes. Like yeah, so girl. good to see you. Yeah. Not like so like can't believe what you are showed you doing up today. There? Like you made it for the early, like, oh, uh-uh. you didn't sleep through the class. I can remember I used to be a big F45 girly. Yeah. Um, and I remember even before Salt opened and one of the trainers, we were like doing push-ups on like kettlebells or like something yeah. where our face is like facing the ground and she came right next to me and was like oh my god you're sweating so much and <sighs> I was like bitch I'm about to create a space where everybody's gonna be sweating yeah and then I'm not I'm not the outlier and the weird one and also the healthier you are the sweatier you are yeah but she made me feel like super insecure regardless no totally but because like even now I feel like I have little triggers where like I'll sweat all over the reformer or something and then I'm like oh I gosh, love that though I'm that so means sweaty. you're a healthy girl quite rightly so the more you yeah. sweat the more your body but I'm like oh my gosh I'm embarrassed there's sweat everywhere and the coach is like yes girl like that's your Fuck work yeah, that you means did you're it. going to the right spot yeah baby. but it's like 
it's funny that like we have these little like oh my gosh this is kind of insecure totally whatever and also but I feel that like it takes a certain and a special kind of trainer to like be an empath in the space that you are holding for other people and like for me like I really instill in my girls that this is like the best part of people's day yeah it's like one hour for everybody to go for everybody for whoever to come and you know like let their brain relax and like turn off all of their stressors from the outside world and just have like an hour for themselves and I like do not take that responsibility lightly like I hold the highest respect for the space that we are creating you know and like that that translates to other people in the rest of their day I love that logistically like can you pinpoint like actual things you've done like in the studio and things you've taught and implemented into your teaching that have created that safe space it's really tone of voice it's presence it's like the energy that you're giving out you know like we don't have front desk girls we like our instructors check everybody in and like say hello and like greet the people for the class which I realize sounds like a silly minuscule thing but I think that it that it builds the connection with your clients so like especially if you're new to the studio you're new to the workout you walk in you see the girl who's going to be leading you through she gives you the rundown she sort of like welcomes you and then when you're like on your back with your legs in the air sweating your ass off it's like (laughs) okay well I know who's talking to me it's not like just like some random face that came like out of a closet into like on a mic screaming at you you know like it's it feels more personal and so that I think is like a specific thing that I can pinpoint the nice girl thing is truly my best kept secret um, that I am happy to share with the world because I think it is the most important thing in a workplace is just having the right people on your team and do you think that's what contributed to like your quick growth on socials like the quick buzz around to be honest I just felt I felt like before it even like was under construction like I just felt like there was such a need for this in San Diego yeah um and that I felt like our community was just like desperate for something for something new and fresh and fun yeah um and so that I I I can I really attribute to I've been teaching in San Diego for like over 10 years before we opened and so I had like a pretty um you were collecting a list of things well I was just like I felt like I had like a good reputation as like a strong instructor um and that like truly is like one of my like best strengths is like I am here to fuck it up and to like give you a fantastic class yeah um and so like when we opened even though I had like already hired my team months before like I opened that studio like just me teaching for the first few weeks like I taught every single class and just like really learned all the nooks and crannies and all this stuff because it was like a totally new workout format like it wasn't like oh we're opening another reformer studio and let's do the exact same thing like it was like very different I had never taught like hot yoga or anything I'm yoga certified but I had never like yeah been in like a mat studio before you know so I I like really took the time to like work out all the the nuts and the bolts of everything before I was like okay and here for everyone else to hand it over and so I don't know why it went boom honestly I like mean, I I'm do still tra- from everything okay. you're saying oh, okay <laughs> no from everything you're saying I think people don't realize that like when you're starting a company or a business or like whether it's working out or a PR company or whatever like you have to fill like an empty space and mm. we talked about this on the phone because we both have a love for our city God um bless San Diego but I'm we're like here. like fashion 
fashion trendy <laughs> girlies. In my sweatshirt. The yeah. trendy. No, you girly. can tell. No, you I know. Tell. The Italy pictures speak for themselves. The Italy pictures speak for themselves. <laughs> no, but like she's like, check them out. I promise. <laughs> my Instagram has <laughs> you she's gonna drop her Instagram at the end. Um, I'm like, stay tuned for the end if you want to see the Italy pictures. No, but like we love this city, but I feel like we both have like an elevated style and like way of life that like kind of san- isn't really associated with San Diego. Or just that like San Diego, like, because I feel like we are not alone in this struggle. No, you know, like not. I just feel that like I, there's a tide, a turn in and like th- yeah. th- that we are ready for like an elevated type of space. Totally. Yeah. San Diego's strength is just how real and authentic and awesome this community is it's mellow mellow. it's just like a beautiful like inside and out community like everyone in San Diego is so kind like I grew up in Orange County like it's a great city the people kind of suck same thing with LA (laughs) I don't know that much about Orange County but my whole family has moved to LA so I can speak from the heart and say that I I, I mean there's good people in LA but in general I feel like they're just not the same And so the the downside to San Diego is that there's not a lot of places like Sweat Salt and there's not a lot of like trendy, cool studios. So you kind of combined like the strength of San Diego and like the trendiness of L.A. into this really cool spot. And you found what was missing and you were like, Let's we're going to go bring for it. it. And to be honest, I feel that like. It was this or it was nothing for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of my eggs still to this day, like it is this or nothing. And all of my eggs are like 100% in this basket. Um, I and love I, I literally was like at the hospital having a low level surgery yesterday. And I was like on, on your phone. the table, like tapping away. Like it's I. It's so funny you say that because there's like this almost like juxtaposition like opinion when it comes to entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. Like one side, which I like believe in, and it's going to be hypocritical because I kind of support both sides is like, you need balance. Like you need totally. to have like your own life. Like you need to like have multiple streams of income and be secure. But on the other side, which is kind of the side I lean more towards, it's like I go full send into yeah, my dreams. It's all and or vision. nothing for me. And also like, I feel like balance comes when it can yeah um well and I think there's like a realistic side to like going full send into your dreams yeah but I'm the same way like I, I don't have a backup plan like this no. is what I want to do this is what I but also been you built know like for. when you don't have a backup plan you're not gonna fail because because you're mean, pushing for it just knock on all the wood. no I but, agree I 100% yeah agree. like because and like that's truly like how I felt with COVID is I like said to myself I was like I just opened this business like I'm not ready to give up yet like what can I do I partnered with the Intercontinental. I did outdoor class. Like we had a full outdoor studio because I was like, I'm not going to sit still for two years. Like I, I can't, and I can't lose it like right when I just got it, you know? So I was like very, maybe like too aggressively hustling. And I know that like girl boss culture is dead, but like I, I am hustling, (laughs) I am hustling morning, noon till night. Like I, I just like have such a strong vision of how how far I can take this and like I I'm gonna take it that far like I, I already that. know I also feel like I'm about to burst into tears again I don't know what's wrong I love that I love that I'm no, losing I feel my the, mind I feel the same way and it, I think it's because you're talking about something that you really care about and like that's yeah, something your life because when I talk about like my business and my goals and my dreams and the way I'm like going through it like I want to cry too it's it's uh, it's, it's exciting my whole heart and mind and totally. soul is into it and I think that's why we get so emotionally invested and sometimes when things go wrong, we can't like see past it because we have this like vision goal set, but the way you've pivoted and the way you've like 
taken your basket literally, like with only all egg your eggs in it basket. <laughs> like that doesn't mean you don't pivot and you totally. don't turn totally. but like you're almost evolved. so yeah evolved but you're so driven for your goal that like you'll do whatever it takes to like carry it through yeah and then some I know we talked a little bit before about like your mental health journey was that a, is that like the reason why you started working out or is it more to stay healthy both like I mean mental I am a very anxious girl um and as I said to you on the phone like salt truly was founded as like a mental health safe haven yeah I I didn't start working out for mental health. I started doing yoga for like hot yoga for mental health. Like I, that's really like where I fell in love with the heat is that I just like felt such like a purge of anxiety every time. Cause really what's yeah. happening is that like for me at least, like I have so much frenetic energy, like chaos running through my veins at mm-hmm. all times. And yep. if I don't have an outlet for that. Like I, I would probably lose my mind. And to be honest, like I think to myself now, like how amazing, how amazing would I have been in high school if I had like utilized these tools that I have right. in, my, in my little basket now. Yeah. Um, but I really this only. This episode's <laughs> going to be called The Basket. Okay. I was about to say, <laughs> it's all about the basket. Um, but like now, now I'm like very conscious of like the things that I need to do in my day-to-day to to, like keep my head above water and feel good about myself not even in a physical stance just like inside of my own brain um I wanted to create a safe space majorly for myself right like as I said but there's like a few aspects of that that like come with the little anxiety bundle. So like I wanted it to be dark. I didn't want everybody like looking around and staring at everybody else. I wanted it to be like a sensory deprivation tank where you like walk in and the music is loud and there's like a big group of people all moving in unison where you can like sort of just disappear into the movement and turn off your brain and sort of like it feels like once you're in it like in the studio in a class like it's sort of it's hard as shit but it feels like autopilot kind of yes and it is this like big good disassociation exactly (laughs) positive disassociation um and salt is in infrared so it's like working out in a sauna love infrared obsessed um and there are endless benefits but it makes you sweat seven times more than humidity-based heat because it warms your internal body temperature versus inside out exactly obsessed um which is insanely amazing for anxiety. Um, People don't realize how amazing infrared is. I had the owner of Hot Haven come on. Oh, we love yeah. Jenica and Jenica Sean. Jenica and Sean. Love. I love Hot Haven. Anyone I'm who's an infrared girl is a girl that I can be Dude, friends with. Dude, they're the sweetest souls ever. The and sweet, like, they are so nice. They have, sh- like, ever, I started going to Hot Haven like a year and a half ago. I go like twice a month now because I'd go more if I didn't care so much about my hair because <laughs> I'm like, I can't wash it like every fucking week. But, um, this not. I know this fucking, one little fly. He's like coming for energy us. or something. Yeah. It's like you sweaty little bitches. I know. <laughs> he's like, I got you. No, but like I, people don't realize how amazing infrared is. A and to like percent. do it while you're doing Pilates. Like, oh my gosh. So I am good. like a big, um, two birds, one stone type of girl. The more shit I can accomplish in a small window of time, the better. Your habit stacking hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, only in the studio. Outside of my life, I am a mess. Um, but in the studio, I feel that like, so for anxiety purposes specifically, like 
it's the heat for me it's the darkness it's yeah. the community it's the movements and the way that they're that you do like sort of disappear into the movement because everybody's ideally like moving in sync it's sort of like spin on the mat yeah um, I love that because you go to work for like eight hours and you're either working out before or after usually totally and so this is like your little like safe haven space where you can kind of like meditate zone out it's like one hour of your day where like 4%. you can like yeah, yeah. just vibe for a second and if I'm stressed in working out too and thinking too much about things like that's kind of fucked up like I feel like it's you're not doing of, your yeah, job exactly. as a good like, studio owner. it just like sort of like negates any of the work that you did so like for me like if it, I'm in like a bright room like I am looking around I'm a curious little son of a bitch like I yeah. need to know <laughs> everything um, but if it's dark and the music is like salt is like a club, ideally, like it, it really does yes. like give and you, like, you partner with clubs, always. which I want you to talk yeah, about no, the more clubs, the better we're party <laughs> girls at heart. Always. I love it. <laughs> I said, California sober, but still a party girl, still a party girl through <laughs> and through. So you guys actually partner with clubs sometimes I've seen. Yeah. With like sidebar and park and firehouse. And you just do like classes in their space. You know, I am like a big believer of guerrilla marketing like however you can get your name out there the better like again oh, yeah like, salt more is, on that <laughs> salt is truly like just me and honestly like this year is the year that I have gotten much better at like releasing control and like handing things off to other people so it's not just so me hard. wearing a thousand hats oh my god it is I could I could talk an hour like just about how hard it is to release so control hard. um but in the beginning, it was literally just me scrambling around, like trying to get our name out there. We have done no paid advertising at all. Salt is like truly so cool. a word of mouth marketed space. And that to me, I think is like hits and penetrates consumers so much more than like, oh, like an ad on Facebook, whatever. Because, you know, it's like your best friend being like, oh, my God, I love this work at class. My guy friends are my best marketers. Anytime they're hitting on girls, they're like, where do you guys work out? You work out at so salt, da, da, da. God bless them. I love them. Shout out to my best guy friends. I love you so much. Yeah. Um, but I feel that like that, that like we're doing it any way we can. And like who wants to do stuff with us um, sort of just like propelled further than I than I thought it would it really just came for me to like hitting up people in their dms and like sending out emails and and frantically just like trying to get our name out there yeah um but the the longer that we've been in business and um the bigger that the brand gets the easier it is to collaborate with everyone but I just feel that like you know we are again we're party girls and so like that fits our demo so well like it makes so much sense for us to go to sidebar yeah. and do a class there because yeah. we were going to be there anyways I love that <laughs> I think really love what you said how you call your studio a brand and I think a lot of people don't think about their business as like a self brand and a brand in itself um can you talk a little bit more about that like how you see it like well that? absolutely I mean I remember even showing my business plan to my parents and my dad was like well why don't you call it Betsy Blumenfeld Pilates and I was like no <laughs> um, you were like that Love you? is the no. exact opposite and I really wanted to create something that had nothing to do with me I mean salt is truly like me it's personified into a space but I wanted it to have like truly on the outside like no connection to me um because it's not about like putting a spotlight on me it's about putting a spotlight on 
everybody else and on each individual person who's in that space in that time. Yeah. Um, and so that to me was driving force number one, like make it about the people in the space, not about like you. Yeah. Um, so that was one. She is a brand, obviously. Um, I don't even know what the definition of a brand is, but I just feel that like she is her own entity. Um, she is her <laughs> own entity. No, it is. And it I, is. I think what you're trying to like say too, which is like a brand doesn't like something becomes a brand when it becomes more than just a business. Mm-hmm. And I think you've done it so excellent. Excellently. And I think that it goes into like the aesthetic of a place. Like what's the aesthetic? What does it smell like? What does mm. it feel like? What does it look like? Like people think these things are like almost like too, too minute. Yes. No, like, nothing too is too minute. Or just like, what's the mission and how are we going to incorporate the mission and every single thing we do because that at the end is how you get people to start talking about your business because it's a brand not totally. just a business actually that was like the best uh brand definition oh, I've ever heard and so I can say that like our mission statement is cheesy but very true and our mission statement is just to leave a positive footprint on the world I love that because I feel like at the end of the day, what the fuck are we doing? Like, A, if we're not having fun, what are we doing? But if we're not doing good for our people and our community, then it's all for naught. Totally. And that's really what exercise is. Exercise is there to make, I don't know, just to make your day a little bit better. Yeah, exercising is hard in general. Like, mm-hmm. let's make it as easy as we can. Exactly. It's like the and fucking I also, hardest thing. I feel thing. that, like, you're never going to stick with something if you're not having fun. Yeah. And so, like, at the crux of everything, like, we need to be having a good time. Yeah, and whether you own a workout studio or a marketing company or you do what I do, like, if you're not leading with your audience or your community or your ideal buyer in mind like that's when you start like losing track of like what you're doing and why you're doing it and it needs to be purpose-driven yes yeah yeah and like for the obvious reason but also just because of like like you're you're not going to be successful like I guarantee you money will but you're also like not going to be happy and like to be honest like having longevity in your business is only like how how long until you crack you know like and if you aren't putting your mental health first or if like your company values like aren't instilled in like joy and happiness and like making you know like making sure that there is at least you know for 10 minutes a day like it needs to be fun you know there needs to be an essence of fun at the baseline of everything I think that's so important it is so funny because it like sounds obvious but it's not no one's doing it I feel that like it's so easy to say it's so hard to execute yeah um yeah. It's so hard to execute. And to be honest, like, um, some days I, some days I'm much better at that than others, yeah. you know, but like on a whole, I am, I feel like very grateful for my team. I feel that like my team makes my life a lot easier. And again, it goes back to just hiring nice girls and like having girls that are, you really feel are on your team. And I that's love how that. I feel like, I feel that like, even though they are independent contractors and they teach at other places, like. I really feel that like my girls are rooting for me and like at the end of the day like we have like a solid foundation and so like I can handle all the other like silly little shit that inevitably is going to come every day but like I have a good team. Yeah and I like that you said that because you can teach people anything really Mm -hmm. you can't teach people drive and you can't teach people like Uh -uh. to like carry out a mission. No and you just can't teach them to be nice if you're not nice. Yeah can't teach it 
Yeah. And if you're not living it out yourself, how do you expect them to either? Yeah. I mean, I spent a hell of a lot of time alone to like protect my energy. <laughs> I think something you did like a perfect example too. So like you just have to show up authentically. Like we're human. We're going to have bad days. It's mm-hmm. not normal to like always be happy and jo- joyful. Like I'd be creeped out if you were like, no, I'd totally. be like, she's fake. <laughs> so like even me walking in the room today being like, I'm so chaotic. I'm so sorry. And you were like, literally same. I had like a surgery this week. Like <laughs> everything's that was, falling apart. Yeah. But that was like our authentic <laughs> moment where we both are like, we love what we do and we're so happy but like I don't we're struggling have a little right but you know I and I I completely agree I feel that the more authentic you are the more successful you're going to be the more powerful you're going to be because you're only doing things that are true to yourself yeah. I and again like I was fired from every single job because it wasn't like authentic to me and like now and like I remember I would like lie about being sick so I like wouldn't have to go teach on certain days you know like I just like wasn't excited I didn't care now the idea of like doing that is like insane to me like there's nowhere that I'm happier than when I'm like sitting in those four walls whether I'm like working out or teaching or like yelling at someone over email you like (laughs) I'm still like that's my happy place yeah no and it trickles down from the top down into your consumer as well and I think that's probably why you grew so quickly not just because of all these things and how aesthetic you've carried the brand through socials and the reels and the content you guys are creating Mm -hmm. but because like happiness trickles down and if like the person who owns the studio is like stoked to be there the people working out are going to be stoked to be there. totally and I have worked for aggressive um bosses who I would not call great leaders and you feel that in the classes there's like fear and anxiety and nervous Mm -hmm. and I like I like tell my girls all of the time I'm like this is your space when you're in here and you're teaching like you are the queen and these four walls it's not my space it's your space and like I really want them to feel as comfortable as I feel because it does it translates to everyone around you you know Okay, getting into like routines. I'm sorry, yes. this is like oh a my harsh god, I transition. have the worst routines. So Perfect. here we go, the real girl routine. <laughs> Love it. Wake I want up you to whenever. just yeah. Tell me, tell me like your because I know you're obviously into like wellness and like fitness. Totally. You own a fucking Pilates studio. <laughs> you're sober. Talk about that too. Like okay, well, so routines? I am not fully sober. I'm desperately trying to be okay. Why as sober as I can? I just I am at my heart a party girl. I love having fun salt is expanding there's like so many things happening i can't talk about but they're like we're expanding and we're like doing big things she's teasing we're teasing um but i just want to have my head on my shoulders and i again i'm a full sender bust girl so i i just like to keep my head on my shoulders like for this little interim yeah um okay so my routine i'm gonna really expose myself i love it please do I'm normally so fried by the end of the day. (laughs) I'll start by saying I am single. um, So I am so fried by the end of the day. I will fall asleep with my dog um, and I will forget to charge my phone. And so I will wake up to a dead cell phone. So I start my day (laughs) in full fight or flight. Even if my phone has not died in the middle of the night, I start my day in fight or flight. You're so real for this. (laughs) Every, honestly, like. She's like, I start my day with cortisol levels screaming high. high. (laughs) Sky high. Anyone who thinks it's easy, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, And honestly, every time that I listen to a podcast and we get to the morning routine aspect of things, I'm always like, how do they do it? I don't understand. I'm just not that girl. Um, but okay, so I wake up, I'm instantly geeked. Even if there <laughs> isn't a problem that's happened, I wake up about like 6.30, 7.30. I never set an alarm because I feel like it's an aggressive way to wake up, which <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping me much, but still. Um, 
I wake up between 6 or 7.30. Our studio's open at, like, our first class is at 6 in the morning. So okay. most of the time, like, um, somebody's already there, and potentially everything's going fine, and it's, like, <laughs> a smooth day. Or potentially, like, I've awoken, and there's, like, already a crisis that I'm, like, then dealing with. Um, and I say I wake up in fight or flight because I'm so used to there always being a drama first thing or like some yeah, nightmare situation that like even if it's not happening, I am still like ready and waiting. Um, so then, you know, it all depends on like that first hour of my day. Like what like what are we what do solving? I have to take care yeah, of? like what crisis is going down now? Um, or can I deal with this later? Most of the time, it's a deal with it later, and I like have a slow morning and walk my dog. I said I'm like not a caffeine girl. Caffeine is not good for my anxiety, but I try to drink as much water as I can in the beginning of the day. Yeah, because I'm the type of person who has to force myself to drink water. Same. It's oh like honestly, my, my biggest struggle. The in bitches life. who walk around with those giant hydro flasks. I'm like, Mm-mm. how? How? But how? also, like, I have a weird aversion to water bottles. I feel like they're like. They make me feel like they're never clean. Like once you've like sipped out of that straw, like I, I can't that. make it clean. So like even that for me is like not a solution. Like I was like, just bring a water bottle. I can't. I You're like eh, no. I've tried. It's like not great for me. I'm the same way. I have to like force myself to force. drink water. My sister gonna have one 16 ounce water bottle a day and be like a totally fully functioning girl. And I am the same way. Like I'm like that eight fluid ounces did me just for like I'm dehydrated, but I'm good. But I spend like three to four hours in infrared a day so I I need to be hydrating better so I try to drink as much water as I can walk my dog Um, if it's Monday Wednesday or Friday I work out at 9 a.m. Otherwise, I like have a slower start to my day. I love a rich mom workout time. Like love it. A nine, ten, a thirty, nine. noon, um, and then I'm just like in between all the. Honestly, like I am just a crisis management hotline. Like I. No, yeah, I feel like that's what being an entrepreneur is yeah. at the level you're at too, where you have like a team and like you're like trickling down solving like solving problems it. all day. I I am just a problem solver. Um and 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 no one knows when the problems are gonna come so I just like take roll with the punches take my free time when I have it and like work when when I have to I'm doing emails all day my phone number is actually Salt's phone number so I that's like one little piece of control I have not relinquished yet but I kind of love that love it it's like the tone and I I truly feel like I like and be like hey babe like what do you need you know like I like the little like cheeky fun you're the communicator the voice exactly and I just I feel like it sets a good tone so I'm answering calls all day and like on a slow day it's like you answer emails you answer calls everything's fine you do your workout I teach two classes a day two shows a day love it um and the then, matinee and the evening <laughs> exactly <show. laughs> exactly um and then I come home I shower and I like make dinner and and plonk myself like down asleep like I love that do you go to bed early I, I mean, as early as I can, I, this not being on caffeine thing is like a new thing for me because my yeah. sleep schedule was getting so erratic. Um, and now, now with no caffeine, I'm like three months in and now I'm like asleep, like a light by nine thirty ten. 10. Wow. Oh God. I'm getting three hours of infrared though. You're it sleeping. You're sleeping so good. Yeah. Um, I always love when I come home from infrared. Zonked. You just go to bed. Zonked. It feels so good. Um, and and that's my day. <laughs> I love it. No, I love that. Cause it's I feel like a lot of crisis. people come on, which with this amazing, pristine work uh, routine, which is great. 
Like, God I bless love it. them. I love it. I love, and I'm really intense about routines too. Not to like an obnoxious level, but <laughs> I do have like an intense night and morning routine. But I feel like sometimes people will listen to people's routines and they're like, that's just so unattainable. That doesn't sound like me. So you're fucking totally. real and for to sharing be, yeah, your routine. Like, I just know myself. Like I have an intense nighttime skincare routine. Yeah. Like people care about different things yeah, and prioritize different things. I just things. like, I am just out here trying to survive. And yeah. It, to be like, we're all just honest. trying to yeah, survive. Like, I, and I also am like, Mm, my mom would love to hear me say she would be so mad at me but I'm just like not an organized girl like I I'm organized in business I'm organized with everything but I am just like oh I'm tired we're literally (laughs) the same like I'm not I'm gonna really to my brain I'm like you expose yourself I'll expose myself (laughs) my fucking laundry is like so scary and then like I will put something in the wash and it will like stay in the washer for like two days because I never moved it to the dryer and then I have to rewash again I'm a big girl who will just I will leave my try my clothes in my dryer and I will just like use that as my closet and yeah like once my dryer is empty I'm like okay it's time to do another load of laundry I'm so organized in business (laughs) and so fucking chaotic in my life I mean there's only so much organizational effort that can be put out and so I I feel yeah. like better that it's in the business. My life is a mess, it's but like, my business <laughs> is pristine. <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah, right? exactly. No, because I'm the same. Like, I'll have to work late or something, and then it'll be like 9.30, and I've like literally been grinding all day. It's like, do I want to do the stack of dishes right now? No. no I don't. I no. don't. I'm going to bed. Mm-mm. Yeah, good night. We'll see you the dishes tomorrow. Okay, well, cheers <laughs> to being the real girls. Yeah, we love cheers it. to being unorganized. Love it. Half the time. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming <laughs> oh my on gosh, my and pleasure. just like speaking into everybody. If there was like, I want to ask you a couple, like two more questions. Like if there was something you could say to someone who really wants to start their own business or they want to put all their eggs in one basket and they're just scared, what would you like? What would you tell them? Just do it like enough dilly dallying. The only way that you're going to get things done is just to believe in yourself. Honestly, that's my advice. Believe in yourself. That's it. If you believe in yourself and and you just like f- say to yourself that you can do it, nothing else matters. Like no one else's opinion matters. You can figure it out. Like yeah. that's really number one. Mm-hmm. And no that's, one's going to do it for you. No, but like that's like hard advice to take. And I like have to like slap myself in the face. You believe in yourself. Yeah. You can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, because in reality, like to be an entrepreneur, no, as you said, no one is going to do it for you. And a lot of the time I feel like imposter syndrome is so real and we're like, we don't know enough or we're not far along enough to like be doing this. But in reality, it's like, just fucking do it. We can do anything. Yeah. You can't like wait for, I feel like a lot of times people are like waiting to be validated. Totally. Or like led. Ed Milet said something. Fucking love him. Yes. Okay. It's settled. We're friends. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, that was it. Ed Milet honestly is like the chips that I am happy to put in my basket. My basket? No, no chips in my basket. basket. There's chips. There's eggs. (laughs) There's laundry. Um, Okay. But I love him. And he really said he was like the way to, and this is not a great direct quote regardless. He was like the way to build confidence is just to keep promises yep. to yourself it's mm. the best quote it's the best quote and so I feel like everyone who's like just waiting for outside validation it's like okay we'll take one small step and then well, look yeah. back at yourself and be like okay I can do that small step well and another on to a bigger one another Ed Milet antidote is like his he talks about like the road less traveled on yes. like there's a reason that not everybody's doing this it's like you have to believe in yourself you have to validate yourself you can't like wait for someone to tell you you're good enough or mm. not good enough or whatever. Like you just have to do it. And totally. like, you and if it fail. doesn't work, 
whatever. Then yeah. you'll do something else. I mean, not you and I, because we, <laughs> we are don't have other options. Fully dedicated to this. Yeah. Well, and I just think that there's a way to like go about things realistically, but also full sending into things. Totally. And like, you Eyes can't just prize. wait for someone to help you and you have to do it yourself. There's, yeah. I mean, no one's going to step up and do it for you. You can like, especially like for me, like I'm good at like reaching out to people. And I have no shame in like asking for help or like wanting to meet someone, take someone out for a drink to like That's take their brain about though. things. Totally. But like, they're not going to help you do it. Uh-uh. Like you have to do it. But also I feel that like that, that is such a strong strength and that the more input that you get, the more ideas you get. Yeah. And that also I will say that like timing is everything. And so both yes. you and I are like, just fucking go. But also like, it's good to like sit and let your ideas marinate. But at the end of the day, you just need to believe in yourself. Totally. The reason why I push for like, just fucking do it too is because like the realistic part is most likely already worked out. Totally. Because like, I, I'm the same as you. Like, and I know you said this too, where you were like, I was making a list for like years of like the things I didn't like at the studios and whatever. And like, that was kind of the buildup. I was mm-hmm. kind of the same way. Like I knew for like a couple years that I was going to launch a podcast, but when I do things, I full send things. And totally. so I just knew I wasn't ready to full send, but it gets to a point where you're just like, waiting around and it's like like, what am I waiting for exactly and I'm actually more scared of regret than I am of failure Mm. I'm not really scared of anything at this point like what's gonna happen and if it's a bad thing it'll turn into a good thing totally eventually and always pivots and helps you grow life is chaotic and fun and stressful and everything always works out I feel that like people are so worried about like what other people will think of them for doing something outside of the box and I remember when I first launched Salt's Instagram I was like oh my god I'm so happy that it's not like my face on everything and I can sort of like hide behind the sweat salt of it all yeah and now I'm like bitch you aren't hiding from anyone like there is nothing to hide from nobody cares nobody cares what anyone else is doing it's so one of the biggest things I've learned over the last few years. It's like, actually like no one really cares no about you. Cares. Like you're really not that important. No. And I say that with love. It, absolutely. <laughs> no, like in the best way possible that like, I feel that the fear of starting is often like a fear of judgment and truly like let that fear go because it doesn't yeah. even really exist. It's either judgment or, or failure. Yeah. And either of them. I like, feel like just I'm just such a bright-eyed optimist that I'm like, failure is not an option. Yeah. Well, I was scared. I feel like I'm very, like, failure's hard, right? Like, because we, especially when you're one of those people that, like, puts your eggs all in one mm-hmm. basket. And, like, you you have this, like, layout dream for yourself and, like, outline for where you want your business to go. So when things don't go the right way, I think it's very easy for us to lean into, like, this is failing. Totally. But in reality, it's like you just Going roll with somewhere it. that, like, maybe even bigger than you ever dared dreamed. Like, exactly. it's always going to be, I like... You know, you make plans and God laughs. Yeah. Right? Like it's always going to be better than we thought. Yeah, he's it was so over be. my shit. Oh, God. <laughs> just be on He's our like, side. can you just chill for a second? <laughs> Calm the fuck he's down. like, you're a chaotic mess. <laughs> let me just add. Listen, let me sprinkle a little more. Here. We oh. followed through on our commitments. Look at us go. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Last question. I ask everybody go. who comes on, like looking back at your journey, starting this studio and just the years it's grown since 2018. How do you see it? How do you see the journey? The podcast is called How I See It. Ooh, I feel like it's just beginning, really. Like, I I feel like I, like, in this moment, 2023 me is, like, standing at the precipice of, like, of big evolution and big change and, like, really seeing, I don't know, I feel, like, very proud of myself and I feel like I'm, like, watching my dreams come to life. And so I, like, in this moment, I'm in just like a very grateful space. 
I am like very, what is wrong with me? I could burst into tears <laughs> this whole time. Um, but I, just like everyone, like I feel that my journey really brought me here and I, you know, like it, not to say that life is so easy because it definitely wasn't, but I would, I would take all of that that trouble right on back and do everything again because I feel very lucky to be where I am now. I love that. I think it's really easy in the moment of our hardship to be like, why is this happening mm-hmm. to me? But when you look back, you're like, fuck, I'm so happy. All that stuff, even though uh, it was and hell. Honestly, I'm like, thank you for making me funny. Thank you for my trauma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm thanking all my traumas. God bless trauma. Um, but I, I truly am like, I'm very, I feel very lucky. Yeah. I think one of the things I've recently realized, like, especially this year, cause this year's kind of been like an up and down for me. And I feel like I've realized that like, I'm never going to make it. And that's not a bad thing. Because, I feel like you already have. No, I say that in a way that's like, it's always going to be more. Mm-hmm. So like, you might as well just like accept all the highs and like stay grateful and continue to just pursue where totally. your heart is led. I feel because that like gratitude is the attitude. The and human like mm-hmm. condition is like, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be content. Well, I feel like because we're entrepreneurs, like we see such big opportunities and possibilities yeah. for us that like that it's never enough sort of like voice totally. in the back of your head like okay I've conquered this mountain like where's my next mountain but but I feel that like looking back on all the old mountains you know like that yeah. is such I just feel like it's just humbled. beautiful yeah it's beautiful and I feel like there's a point where it's like if you just are waiting like if the thing that's gonna make you happy is like making it quote unquote like the hard reality is like you know, that always it. changes. Yeah, exactly. And like so the goal is always. Yeah. Evolve. So you might as well just follow mission, continue to pursue what makes you happy. Obviously you have to make money. So hopefully you can do that at hustle. the same time and yeah. hustle hard because like the making it is going to continue to change. Totally. And you just have to remain. I think it's everyone always says like, be great, stay grateful, gratitude, <laughs> but it's the truth. Like you just have to kind of like be grateful for like the cards you've been dealt and like throw all your eggs where, in your basket. Yeah, exactly. Get those eggs in there. Throw the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> So and good. signing off from eggs in the basket. I know it's so good. <laughs> I don't know why that metaphor just carried through, but it did. I like to weave a little thread. So do I. God bless it's, us. You know why? I said God I'm bless a, us like 25 million times God too. God bless us. God bless please. our baskets, everyone. <laughs> no, it's you know why? We are both one of my majors in college was English. That's See? why. You just a you gotta never carry. Dies. You gotta carry the <laughs> symbolism throughout. Jane Austen, we love you. Oh my gosh. God, Jane Austen, the basket. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having Please me. Please drop your socials so people can follow you and Salt. Okay, so Salt, most importantly, is sweat.salt. Um, is there like me, a first class special too? There is. Our okay. intro deal is your first two classes for $28 two locations we have bankers hill and flower hill like off of via de la valle yeah so if you're Love in san diego go Come take a down. class um and then my personal socials are just betsy blumenfeld Love Easy breezy. thank you so much thank you so much yay, yay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It Pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Hand Sees It. Thank you guys. <laughs>